Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. On today's episode, I interview myself, which basically means I'm just talking to you guys, which is exciting. And I think these are starting to become some of my favorite podcasts because I just get to share all my shit with you. Um, And so on today's episode... I'm actually starting a series on self-sabotage. It's been something I've built up an incredible amount of resistance around because I knew I needed to do it. And I think we, (laughs) you can probably relate with anything. If you have like a big project at work or you have this big conversation you have to have with your partner or maybe you have to address some like awkward scenario in the family it's it's really hard sometimes to just like do it and you spend so much time worrying about it or making up these crazy scenarios or whatever in your head and so I just said enough is enough and I told Kim and Nicole from the Decades of Strength podcast that I was going to do this and so I'm freaking doing it so accountability is key for me for sure so I think today we're going to dive into some of the self-sabotaging tendencies I've had, and I'm just going to give you a brief overview of really what's been going on with me um, and what I have discovered in the past three to four months and how much it's changed my life. Um, A lot of it goes back to a story um, back from when I was in kindergarten, and it's really totally changed how I see myself how I view myself in relationship to the world, and how I've made decisions. And so I think that this episode um, will serve to set a foundation for the the rest of the series that I do on sabotage and I really hope it's helpful so please I'd love to hear feedback from you um if you head over to iTunes give me some stars give me some love a comment um or even head over to my website www.balancewithsam.com and let me know if this helped you because this is uh this is some heavy stuff and it's also some it's also things that you guys are probably all dealing with and we all deal with Y'all have our shit. So let's tune into the episode now. And um, I'm really, really excited to hear what you guys think. Hi, guys. It's Sam. So today I'm going to start off the first episode of a sabotage series. And I'm going to be releasing because it's been something that has been on my mind for a while now um and you guys have been asking for it for like ever but I have actually just built up some resistance towards doing it and I think it's because I knew that I really just needed to do it um it's been something that's totally changed my life especially in 2019 um as I turned the corner um, after coming back from a trip with my family in Costa Rica, um, a lot had changed after that trip. And I think I posted a small little like transformation, like a six-week transformation. I wasn't even intentionally doing it, um, but it was all sparked because of a friend, Marcy. Um, and we had a conversation about sabotage and the limiting beliefs in my head and what I thought about myself and just what I wasn't giving myself permission to do. And I realized with her help that I was not giving myself permission to do anything I actually wanted to do. And that saying that out loud to you guys right now actually makes me realize just how 
much of a low point I was in, but I was really doing a good job, I would say, at covering my ass and making it seem like I was okay. Um, And I think that I even tried to convince myself that I was doing just fine, you know, and that I could manage the way that life was and I would eventually get it together. And, you know, I just kind of kept making excuses for myself. But, you know, after a while, I realized that I knew something was was going on with my head because the thing that kept triggering it and the, the thing that made me realize it was the binge eating I was experiencing. And, you know, I wasn't even really eating that many or that little calories. I was eating a normal amount of calories, but I would still feel the need to always have more, 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 more. And so I wanted to address that more, the concept of, um, you know, coming from a place of lack or just not feeling like enough, being enough, doing enough, um, reaching out to your friends enough, doing enough at work, doing enough in relationships. And it's something that I've experienced pretty much my entire life since I think I was about in kindergarten um, and where that all stems from. And so today's episode is going to just be I want to set um, the baseline for where I'm coming from and where this whole story started. And then as we progress through this sabotage series, I think that what I will do is kind of explain the ways in which it manifested itself. So whether it be through the thing I was struggling with, with Candida, um, that I'm going through that Candida protocol right now, um, through uh, going to see a therapist for some stress tendencies that have to do with OCD, which I'll cover, um, and then hiring uh, my mindset and personal development coach, Jake, who has been a huge, huge game changer, and just actually helping me see my blind spots um, and really where I'm getting in my own way. And so I guess the way that I want to start off this episode is taking you back way back until I was in, I think it was in kindergarten, um, and sharing a story with you that really set the mood and the tone for the way that I saw myself up until literally like this point in my life. Um, I'm 28 years old and, you know, I'm a an online coach mostly now dealing with mindset, but also helping clients just lose fat and feel good. Um, But the story I've been telling myself was pretty much that I didn't fit in. And that's been a theme that I have experienced pretty much my entire life. Um, And it's scary to admit that, obviously, to you guys, to the world, and um, to myself. When I realized that that's what I had been telling myself, I realized just how much it actually showed up in my subconscious, in my, in now in my conscious mind. Um, and so I'm going to bring you back to that story. So in kindergarten, I used to take the bus to school. I think like most people, it was an exciting time. The bus was, now I dread the bus. I don't want to ever be on a bus, but then it was like, you know, it was where you caught up with your friends, you gossiped, you talked about who knows, you know, like what the new trend was. Oh, I'm wearing these bracelets. Well, in kindergarten, there was this group of three girls. And I just want to preface this with, I'm going to keep it anonymous, but these three females, they still are in my life um, in that we we have communicated recently. And I actually, I really like them now. Um, but then was a different story. So 
there was a group of girls and they all had names starting with K and they were cool. Like I wanted to be one of them. I would have done anything for my mom to change my name. I actually think I asked her to to go to the like the bureau of whatever name changing and get a name change because I just wanted to fit in with their names and it was so simple right it was like okay like their names started with k mine didn't my obviously mine starts with s and so I automatically felt like okay well I'm gonna have to just try a little bit harder because I don't have that thing going for me so throughout the course of kindergarten I tried really hard to just be included in their conversations wear the things they were wearing Um, and, you know, not actively saying this to them, but thinking it in my head. And so one day, um, we were on the bus. I remember like, I think it was going to school and I was trying to participate in their conversation and they just were ignoring me. Like they just weren't really giving me the time of day. I don't know if it was intentional or not, who knows, but whatever the story was, I didn't, I wasn't heard, I wasn't seen, and I recognized that. And so what I did to be seen and be heard is I bit one of the girls (laughs) on the arm. And in hindsight, like, I don't know why I thought that would be a good idea. And I also don't know who told me that biting was an effective strategy at getting people to like you, but I did it. And, um... What ended up happening was the girl that I bit got really upset, of course, as anyone would if you got bit by someone with new teeth, you know, like, and, uh, and yeah, I got in trouble, the bus driver was told, my parents were told, and it became this whole thing, and, you know, I think that the all of those feelings surrounding me trying to get their attention was just I just wanted to be seen I wanted to be heard and I felt like my voice and just my presence was not as important or not as good enough um, to be included in their little circle and so that from that story I didn't realize the impact it actually really had on my life but it really did set the tone for how I went forward and how I moved through the world and how I saw myself and it's really scary to not know that something like that can change the trajectory of your life Um, and by change the trajectory of your life what I mean is your subconscious thoughts dictate really where your life goes about 95% of our thoughts in our head are subconscious only 5% of them are conscious and so in my head if I was telling myself I didn't belong and I wasn't cool enough and I wasn't good enough then this whole freaking time I've been telling myself that but that 5% of conscious thought has been me trying to convince myself otherwise and I think that a lot of you a lot of my clients have all gone through this, right? And and it's your ego trying to protect you, right? And to try to latch on to that comfortable story. And so when when Jake asked me to figure out what this moment was for me, my coach, I had a hard time figuring it out because it's it's I had built up resistance. I had suppressed it for so freaking long, you know, like for 23 years. Um, and I'm sure that you guys have stories that maybe have been suppressed for even longer. You know, I'm only 28, so... Anyone that's older than me has had stories that they've been suppressing for quite some time. And for me to realize that that had been something I had been telling myself for so long and I didn't even recognize it or realize it, 
it really just like it hit me so hard like I actually fell on the floor um not like dramatically but I just like I kind of just like flung myself against my bed and I just sank into the floor crying and that is really not a common thing that happens to me I don't just fall down into spurts of crying (laughs) um and so I knew that this really did mean something like it almost felt like I was having this out-of-body experience um and so after I had this realization about how impactful this story was I realized that there was a lot more of these types of stories maybe not as foundational to the way that I saw myself and the way that I saw myself in relationship to the world but that were still pretty meaningful and did a great job at describing you know why I do see my way myself the way that I do um a lot of those stories that I did tell myself were surrounding the idea of just not feeling like I fit in and I've seen it in the way that I dress the fact that I am an entrepreneur I am a business owner and I don't have a nine to five like all of my friends and my boyfriend and my everyone that I've been surrounded with or grown up or just the way that you're grown you know that you um exist in the world it's like nine to five life it's just like the hustle you know And I just never saw that as being part of my identity. And so I just felt automatically like I didn't fit in. And that was a huge one for me um, was the comparison in like in the social aspect of, oh, I'm not like my friends. I don't I don't participate in work the same way that my friends do. Oh, I have to work weekends and, and they don't. You know, I don't have to, but I do. I choose to work weekends because I love it. Um, even things like what I'm talking about with you guys right now, sabotage, this seemingly, um, mysterious road that I'm traveling down that my coaching is even traveling down, which is like spirituality and consciousness and, um, you know, the, the realm of which we don't see all these things it's in our head, right? And just because it's in our head doesn't mean it's not there. Um, and it's something that it doesn't, it's not always, going to resonate with with everyone because some people just aren't there yet and it's not to say that the people that are there are better or worse it's just we're all on a different kind of wavelength um and so for me when I realized that I, I was different and I didn't fit in um I think that's where I buried myself in my work um and I always felt this need to do more um, to be more, to stand out, to get this validation. I craved, like, I can't even begin to describe to you how much I craved. And still a little much, still a little bit do, but not as much, obviously, but craved validation. I just wanted to be seen. I wanted to be heard. I wanted to t- someone or something or just the world to tell me that I was good enough. And I never got that. Um, and you know, I grew up in, in a great household. It wasn't that my parents didn't tell me they loved me or they didn't think I was good enough because they always told me that, but I had to believe it for myself. And, you know, no matter how many people tell you you're great or that you have potential or whatever, it doesn't matter until, until you really see it. Um, and so I think for me, the past, you know, all throughout high school, in college, in grad school, I 
always buried myself in work, like, to the point, I mean, to the nth degree. I, I went to undergrad and graduate school for architecture. I think most of you know that. And that in itself is an experience because you're expected to do way more work than you can actually handle. And so there's this constant pressure to always be making more, building more models, doing more, creating more content. And that mentality is so fucked up, like so awful. And it's funny because my business name is Balanced with Sam and I was so unbalanced and I still am going through this phase of trying to find more balance, but you know, I was buried in my work. I didn't have time for anyone or anything. I didn't have time for me. I didn't, I neglected my health, my sleep. I thought it was better to just like pull all-nighters back to back. And, you know, as dramatic as that is, that's, that's a perfect example of how we often go through life feeling like we're never doing enough, you know, and that we aren't enough or we're not good enough. And it's all derived from our childhood and that story that I've been telling myself and maybe the stories that you've been telling yourself that, you know, maybe it was someone telling you or maybe you grew up in a household and someone just didn't really ever see your strengths or the things that you did, your accomplishments as being as great as they were and you didn't feel seen or heard. And when you aren't seen or heard as a child, that's what you crave going into adulthood. And that may that may mean that you go into like relationships craving validation and, you know, feeling validated or good enough based on someone else telling you it. And so for me, when I realized that I was putting my worth, I was equating my worth into how many hours I worked and my physique right? Like how I looked. I realized I was just trying to prove it to everyone else, even myself. I was trying to prove my own worth through work. And by work, I mean work as in a business, work as in working for other people, work as in working on my friendships, my family, um, and work as in work in the gym. Like just putting myself through this insane amount of training that's not sustainable and not healthy, not listening to my body, that's for sure. Um, and so I think that the the whole idea around not feeling, not being, not doing enough is so common that it's almost overlooked because we're all like, oh yeah, well, there's not enough hours in the day. Like I'm so busy. Um, and we all feel like we could not be, you know, we could be doing more. But I think there's there's a healthy point to that. And I was not an unhealthy. I was in an unhealthy place. Um, and so I think having those feelings around not being enough, not doing enough, or being good enough at things really did affect the trajectory for myself. And that's where um, it kind of brings me to present day where I've been examining some of these um, some of my past tendencies in some instances where this feeling of not being worthy or good enough has showed up in my life. And I think one of them, one of the big ones um, is relationships and the other one is outshining others. And so with, with relationships, that'll be a whole other episode that I'll kind of get into, but, but basically it was never feeling like I deserve to be with really great people. Um, not feeling deserving enough of a love that I should have felt as though I deserved. Um, not feeling like 
the person actually wanted to be with me um, and really second guessing myself in relationships and always needing that validation or the you know sweet nothings or the little texts those things like I needed in past relationships to make me feel like I was good enough Um, and if you've ever been in a relationship like that which I think we all probably have you, you know that at a certain point that stops happening, you know, after that initial like honeymoon phase. And when that stops happening, that's where shit hits the fan because you realize that you've been searching for happiness outside of you. And so for me, not opening myself up to love or the potential for a loving relationship, I didn't feel worthy or good enough to receive it in the first place. So like, no wonder why I hadn't met anyone. Um, and so that's something that I will go into in a future episode, but that's just an example of where that not fitting in, so needing to do more and not feeling good enough kind of crept into my relationships. And I think one other way that that's really crept into my, how I see myself and how I see myself in relationship to the world is the concept of outshining. And so I think that has to do with not fitting in, in that, I'm I'm different. I actually don't fit in. And Jake told me something the other day while we were on a coaching call. He's like, well, Sam, you know, maybe you weren't meant to fit in. Maybe you were meant to stand out. And I just started crying on the phone, like kind of sobbing. And it really just made me realize, wow, maybe that is why... I don't fit in. I'm going to cry right now. Um, And it, it made me realize that like that is exactly why I'm on this platform and why I'm a coach is because I wasn't meant to fit in. And him saying that to me really, really just helped me change the perspective on like what I've been doing with my fucking life, you know, like why the decisions I've made so far have been informed by the view I had about myself and now that I've had that view and I've experienced the not good enough not doing enough not being enough trying to fit in I've created this life for myself because because I didn't fit in so I was like well then I'm just gonna go off and do my own thing by myself And what that ended up being was me investing time into myself, into my business and building a business from nothing, not knowing a single thing about Instagram, not knowing a single thing about fitness. Um, And now I have all of you guys listening and it's, it's only because I felt as though I didn't fit in. So I just, I mean, in an unhealthy way, but now it's a, it's a great thing coming out on the other side, but like. I drowned myself in building a business and spending time on myself and working through my shit. And I left a job that I didn't like um, because it wasn't fulfilling. And I took a leap and I was like, you know what? If I fail, then I can always go back. Um, And so I think this concept of outshining or not fitting in just stems from like when, when growing up and I was pouring myself into my schoolwork you know, I was a good student and I did try hard, but I didn't want to talk about it. Um, 
and it wasn't something like it wasn't a topic that I liked sharing I didn't like sharing my wins or my successes or sharing my truth around accomplishments and I think it was it's different than humility it was more that I felt like I was going to outshine or make someone feel uncomfortable or like they were beneath me or lower than me and that was my way of keeping myself in this bubble of fitting into my peers and I was succeeding and maybe they were succeeding but it was just different you know or maybe I was succeeding more and even as I say that I have this it's like this almost uncomfortable feeling in my stomach talking about being quote-unquote more successful than someone because I don't like talking about that and it's this you know it's this like guilt and shame that I feel but I think I didn't want to outshine my peers. I didn't want to outshine my parents, my family, my where I grew up. Um, and what I've realized is that it's not outshining. It's just that I have a different set of gifts. And this is how they are manifesting themselves. And it doesn't mean that I'm better than anyone. It just means that this is my skill set. And Jake, my coach, has helped me realize that like he told me earlier and like I shared with you that yeah fuck yeah I wasn't meant to fit in like I was meant to stand out and I've been trying to remind myself of that daily um since having this little awareness session of wow the story I've been telling myself has basically dictated all of my decisions in the path of my life and I didn't even realize it And I think that that is why I had struggled so much with binge eating in the past is because I would make so much progress. And then what I would do, I would sabotage myself because I didn't really believe I was capable of doing it. I didn't think I was good enough. I didn't think I was deserving enough to actually have the results that I wanted. You know, to a degree, I could make a good amount of progress, but then I'd fuck it up. And I think that that resonates with a lot of you. And I know all almost every single one of my clients goes through that. You know, the they've gone through the yo-yo cycle, the binge dieting or the binge, the binge eating um, and that vicious cycle. And so I realized like it's not that you have a lack of self-control or willpower. It's that you have these wounds that are so deeply ingrained in you that you don't even know that they're there and they're dictating that 95% of subconscious thought is dictating what you actually fucking do you know and so if you never get a hold on those then how will you ever really make substantive lasting change you won't you actually won't you're going to do it do it do it and then you're going to come up short sabotage fail and repeat the cycle and that's exactly what my binge eating was a manifestation of it was a it was using food as a way to respond to coping with problems and it was just this recurring thing recurring thing recurring thing not giving myself permission to enjoy the things I wanted because I was doing too much I was working too much I had way too many clients Um, I couldn't even breathe like I was working 16 hour days that is not healthy. That is definitely not balancing with Sam. That is like falling off the fucking tightrope into the deep dark valley and getting my ass caught on a rock. So please, 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 I hope that this, you know, this message of this imbalanced, you know, feeling and this sabotage is something that resonates with you because God, it sure, it sure changed my, it changed my life a hundred percent. Um, And it's, you know, it's only been a 
maybe three to four months of me discovering that I was the one getting in my own way. It wasn't anyone else. I was falling victim to myself. I was the one that was creating these thoughts and having these thoughts in my head. And I knew that if I could get a handle on them and rewrite my story and create a new trajectory for my life, then fuck, I'm capable of anything. And so as a coach, I think I, my goal for all of you listening, and I hope that this thing just, you know, it, it gets heard by a lot of people because I want to talk more about it because it's just not talked about enough. Um, I hope that this changes your life. I hope that you are able to start to see really who you are. And that is 100%. I know it in my heart and my soul. Why am I, I am on this earth? It's to help you actualize your potential, whether it be in work, in life, in relationships, just in general, in anything. I know that I have that power to do it. I know that's my superpower. Um, my superpower, I've been working on myself and I'm my own biggest client. And so you know, your, your relationship that you have with yourself is the most important one that you will ever have because the amount of thoughts that you have going on in your head and the amount that you talk to yourself throughout the day is way more than you will ever talk to anyone in your entire life. Can you, can you just imagine that? So really cultivating the relationship you have with yourself is going to dictate whether you go in the direction that you want to go in life. And so I, th- I hope that this is kind of a, you know, a big picture overview of some of the stuff I've been dealing with. But I think, you know, if you, if you have anything to, to move forward with besides, you know, all the knowledge bombs I've just dropped on you and all the vulnerability I've shared, but I think something <clears throat> that you can start to do, the first thing is go buy yourself a journal. Go buy yourself a journal. It's probably no more than $15. It'll be the $15 that you spend for you. It'll be the first thing that you give yourself permission to do. And with that journal, I want you to open it up, write your name in it, write the date. And I want you to write the reasons why or the things in your past that have hurt you. And it's not an easy exercise to start off with. I totally understand that. But you can start with one, you know, like, oh, I feel like I don't fit in. Or, oh, I feel like my voice is not heard. Or, oh, I feel like I'm not good enough. Um, And, you know, you can just talk about, just start writing. There's no end point to this exercise. But it's what it's going to do is it's going to help you cultivate some awareness. An awareness of yourself cannot coexist with the ego which the ego just tries to protect you and tries to keep you safe and latch on to this story and so starting with some awareness is going to just help you maybe shine a light on to you know you know your x y and z you know you're strong but you know and whatever that but is so i want to know you know like what those things are for you what are those things that have hurt you because those are the things that are going to matter when you start unpacking your life and it starts helping you realize oh shit like this is just a story I've been telling myself I don't need to 
live this way forever. I don't need to be this way forever. Just because I felt as though I didn't fit in in kindergarten doesn't mean I can't fit in now. Or maybe I wasn't meant to fit in. And that's what I'm realizing is that, yeah, it's it's carried you. You know, my story has carried me through the past 28 years of my life. Um, but it does not dictate where I go or how much success I can have with anything. Um, and so I think just kind of wrapping up here, um, being aware of my sabotaging tendencies has really just helped me get clear on where, like what I need to work on, um, and how I need to rewrite how I talk to myself, what I think about myself and just helping me realize my potential. Um, and so another exercise that I've done that, you know, I could encourage you to do if the other one seems too daunting right now is to write down um, a list of positive affirmations. Write a list of things that you want to feel, but write them in the present tense. So if you want to feel included, if you want to feel worthy, if you want to feel, um, you know, like you're worthy of a relationship or you're capable of being in a great relationship, if you want to be able to speak your truth and be honest, then I want you to write those things down, but write them down with it being in the present tense. So like, for example, saying I am worthy or I am capable of loving someone and receiving love from someone. I am open and willing to share my vulnerabilities. Um, I am letting go of what I can't control stuff like that. And so acting as if you're already doing that or feeling that is going to actually bring those feelings toward you. And those feelings will cultivate thoughts and those thoughts will cultivate action. And so if that first exercise, like I said, about the pain in your life is is just maybe a little bit too heavy for you in this moment, then maybe just starting to create some mantras in which you can start to recite you know, and at first it might be hard to actually believe them, but soon enough, you you will. I think for me, at first I struggled actually believing what I wrote down, um, but the more I said it, the more I started to believe it. So I'm going to leave you on that note. I think um, it's a good place to wrap up, but as you can see, I have gone through a lot in the past few months, and it's, it's kind of felt like a full-time job on top of my actual job, um, but you know what? It's It's been a very powerful three months. Um, I've brought a lot of good into my life, which I will be sharing more on, um, part in the way of business success, part in the way of relationships, uh, new relationships, um, part in the way of traveling more, doing more things for me, slowing down and taking the time that I need. Um, and so... You know, on following episodes, I'm going to go over some of those things in more detail. Um, and hopefully that will, you know, it'll help you get a little bit more clear on how it can help you. And also, I think just make it more relatable and have some, um, you know, some actionable take-homes for you. So I gave you some journal prompts today, but I think moving forward, like with the relationship um, with the relationship series or podcast, I think that will be one that a lot of you resonate with because 
you've maybe closed yourself off to love because you've been rejected before or you know you're scared of getting hurt or you have issues around you know your your relationship with your mom or your dad or whatever it is um and starting to help you with that um maybe it's the the work life balance thing and that was a huge one for me which that'll probably be a longer episode um dealing with uh nutrition so my binge eating situation in my past um and also the candida struggle that I've been going through um and then just overall like slowing down um and kind of removing some of the exercise in my life or at least kind of altering it to just be more slow so a lot of walking yoga etc um and so hopefully some of this will resonate with you and encourage you to do the same so I really hope that this episode was helpful. I know it's it's not always easy for me to sit down and really talk about this stuff. I know, but and I know that you guys probably all really benefit from it, but I just need to be honest with you. Like I built up so much resistance against doing this and now that it, now that it's not done, but now that it's started, it feels like yes, like I've done it, you know? And so I know that this is the space I need to be in and what I need to be doing and how I can help you guys most Um, because we're all struggling with stuff, you know, and we all have our shit. Um, And at the end of the day, if you want to lose weight, if you want to lose fat, if if you want to change your body, you got to change your mind first. I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, you can't change your body if your head is not in the right space. You know, you can, but it's going to be temporary. I promise you that. So I hope this was helpful. I'd love to hear some um, some feedback from you. So if this helped you at all, um, please reach out to me on Instagram or while you're listening to this, take a screenshot of it and tag me and you can send me a DM or whatever. Um, but I just want to know that this is helping because if it's helping, if it's at least helping one person, then my job is done. Um, and I'm going to keep doing this until you know, my struggles are what helps you feel less alone and helps you feel like you fit in. Um, and that we're really all in this together and we all have our shit and anyone that says otherwise is full of shit. Um, so I'm going to leave you there on that kind of seemingly lighthearted note. I hope you all have an incredible rest of your day and I'm really looking forward to continuing this series with you and just letting you get to know me a little bit better letting you get to know yourself a little bit better and connecting with you through some things that we are all struggling with. So I will catch you next week and have an awesome rest of your day.